to Ready for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee. Now, who listening likes to play games? Now, I'm not talking play games like, you know, mess with somebody's head and that kind of thing, because I'm, I'm not into that kind of stuff at all. But I love playing board games and card games. And actually, I come from a family that pretty much as soon as you're able to sit up to a table, you have to learn to play cards. That's just... That's just what the the family is known, that as soon as you can hold cards in your hand, you learn to play bridge. Believe it or not, you learn to play bridge as soon as you can hold a deck of cards. And, you know, you have to learn to shuffle cards, play cards, and just, you do. So, and and as soon as four people are in a room, somebody is breaking out the card table and the deck of cards. That's just how it is. <laughs> so, and and a while back, I had somebody on that that had a card game for couples, and I found somebody else that has a card game for couples. So today, I want to welcome Diana Andres, and she's got a card game called Better Topics Card Games for Couples. Welcome, Diane. How are you doing today? Hi, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm doing great. Awesome. Awesome. It's, it's a beautiful day over here. And actually, actually, you're, you're in Europe, aren't you? So it's, it's probably evening at your house. Yes. Awesome. Yes, I am actually in the UK. Yes. Very good. So, so I understand you're a board game and card game enthusiast as well. And you also like to help couples improve their communications, and that's that's one of the reasons why you created this game. Yes, that that is right. And you know, listening to your intro, um, I just realized that in our family it was pretty much the same. You know, the moment you could stay up and hold some cards in your hand, we would start playing. And especially with my brother, and then later on with my husband as well. Whenever we have a bit of free time, and we don't want to, you know, spend that time watching another screen, you know, considering we both work on our laptops all day, the first yes. thing we reach for is a card is a card deck. And then we start playing. And sometimes the three of us play, you know, together with my brother and then some friends as well when they come over. And playing games actually is such a social thing, you know, in, in our group that you know, we thought, why not just combine this with my passion of helping couples, you know, have better relationships and helping them to communicate better. Right. Well, you know, I, I hadn't really thought about it as such until just now when I was, I was saying that. But that's how the family always communicated. We communicated over a card game. You know, because as soon as I walked into my grandparents' house, and, and like I said, when it was just the two of them, 
they'd be sitting watching usually Perry Mason or Hawaii Five-O or one of those game, one of those shows. You know, I mean, I've I've seen Perry Mason shows so so many times that the characters sound like people I know. You know, but as soon as there were four people, I mean, no joke, the the card table sat behind the TV. You know, and it, they'd break it out, and I mean. We wore so many decks of cards when when I was growing up. It was ridiculous. And, you know, everybody would sit around the table, and that's when you would talk about whatever was going on in your life, you know. And and it was, we, we'd bid and play and, and just talk about everything over cards. That's what we did, you know. And then you'd break for dinner, and then we'd play some more cards. You know, you'd clear away the, the dirty dishes, and the cards would come back out. You know, but it was exactly... Exactly, and I'm sorry just to, you know, interrupt you, but um, you see when you play games generally, people are more relaxed and they are more honest about their answers as well, and there is no tension there, you know, because, oh my God, we're having a difficult conversations. So, um, you know, we wanted to move away from that type of we need to talk type of conversation that some people think that they need to have in order to make the relationship work and move away from that towards more fun-filled, you know, moments together with your partner when you can still get to talk about the relationship, but you're also playing a game. So we came up with this idea because we wanted to help, you know, people improve the communication, especially because so many of them didn't even know where to start. They didn't even know what questions to ask and, more importantly, how to ask them. Because, you know, some questions require a bit of delicacy, and some of them you can just ask them straight away. So we came up with, you know, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So um, we have curated, you know, all these repeatable questions so people can actually play the game repeatedly. You know, as you guys used to do with normal card games, and we used to do it as well, uh, with our cards as well. So, you know, by giving people a specific tool that they can use to improve their relationship and play a game, you know, it's like two-in-one type of thing that I really love and people really seem to love it as well because the feedback has been great so far. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because I, when when my brother was dating um uh, a woman that came here to visit him. She came from Colombia. She came up to visit, and I I was talking to him, and so they were they were getting to know each other, and um, so I asked him. I said, I said, well, you know, if if somebody had questions that they wanted to suggest that you all could ask each other, what kind of form would you want that to take? You know, like just hand you a list of questions or a book or or on cards, you know, like a card game kind of thing. And he says, well, why would somebody suggest questions to us? And I said, well, you're not going to think of all the important questions to ask each other. And he looked at me kind of funny. I said, you're not. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of things that you should ask each other that other people would come up with that you're just not going to think about. And and he was flabbergasted. I'm like, you're not, <laughs> you know. And um, and she's like, you know, that's a really good idea. I said, thank you, <laughs> you know. But but you know, you get so into the conversation and you lose your train of thought and you get distracted and this kind of thing. And there's a lot of things 
and I said the same thing to my dad when he, he got remarried. And there are lots and lots and lots of things they should have messed each other and they didn't. You know, so it, it's they they've both kind of proven my point that it's a really good thing to have somebody suggest questions to you that you should be asking somebody that you're considering a serious relationship with. So um yeah, I've I've lived exactly. that with, I mean with people close to me. I've seen this, especially in relationships, you know, where um, partners have been together for a while, where they just stop asking questions. Because, you know, if we are to analyze a a relationship, like, um, let's say a standard relationship, you know, they put so much effort into knowing each other in the beginning. And then, you know, they decide, okay, we want to be together. We like each other. We love each other and so on. And then after a while, everything kind of, you know, dims down. And it is normal, you know, for passion to kind of a bit, you know, um, mellow down just a bit. You can still keep that up. But then the problem is that, you know, they don't put in that much effort anymore as they used to in the beginning. They don't ask questions as in the beginning, you know. I mean, granted that the questions need to change later on. You cannot just keep asking the same questions you did, you know, when you were dating. But still, you know, so many people well, don't even know what to do anymore. And, you know, especially with what has happened last year and when, um, you know, my brother actually said something quite um, uh, wise. You know, he said, now everyone needs to live with their own choice of a partner, you know, and they mm-hmm. actually are locked with them in a house, you see. So we found that many of our friends and people that we knew, you know, they, they were in the same house, but they didn't even know how to interact with each other anymore because they've been so busy with so many other things, you know, throughout the years with children, with hobbies, with careers and so on, that they literally didn't even know how to spend time with each other, what to even discuss, you know, what to talk about. I mean, there's only so much TV you can watch. (laughs) I mean, I'm a film lover, but even I would get bored after a week or two, you know. So we decided, you know, to help people. Sorry. Well, don't you think, though, that, that after a certain amount of time together that you kind of assume you know what the person thinks and likes and wants? Well, yes, but, and, and you, you think know, you the more know? time goes by. I mean, you, yes, but the more you know, but you don't really know what they want. That's the thing, you see. You think you know, but you don't really because the more time yeah, passes... Really. People do change, you see. I mean, maybe my interests, you know, in 10 years won't be the same as they are now. And we actually had this amazing feedback from um, uh, one of this couple that played the game. So last year in June, we had a successful Kickstarter campaign. And one of our friends, they backed us on Kickstarter, mainly because they know us and they like us. And they actually said, you know, they've been married for... 30 odd years, they don't really need the game, but they just backed us because, you know, they like the idea uh, in general. And I did ask him, you know, would you mind just playing the game and giving me some feedback on it and, you know, just to get them at least to start playing the game? And the feedback was amazing because uh, the guy wrote me an email and he said, listen, I thought, you know, we know everything about each other because we've been together and married for so long, but the way the questions are put and, you know, the way you ask them and the way you play it actually rose very interesting discussions. You know, it helped them look at things from a different light and a different perspective than they did beforehand, you know, and they actually ended up learning new things about each other. 
Well, that's that's why I said that people assume they know about one another because you you can be around somebody every day and talk to somebody every day and think that you know, but you don't really. You know, I, I get that from people, and they're like, you're going to love this. And I'm sitting here going, you don't know squat about me if you think I love this. You know, because you're you're around a person, and you may have 20 or 30 exact things that you absolutely both love, but that doesn't mean that you have all similar interests, you know. And, and there may be certain things that you just haven't talked about yet, or you may go along with something because you 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 know that your partner does love one thing and you're like, well, okay, you know, okay, I'll, I'll go because they love it. And you just don't state that you don't like something. And they assume that you do, you know, because you're like, yeah, okay, okay, I'll go, I'll, you know, hey, I'll go, we're here kind of thing, you know. But you don't state yeah, this just isn't my cup of tea, you know, or you watch a certain movie just because you're together and you want to be together kind of thing, you know. And they're like, oh, they love this, you know. But you, you don't, like, state how you feel about it or you don't discuss how you feel about it. And and like I said, there's a lot of things that you can just assume about your partner because you didn't talk about it. Exactly. You know? exactly. Yeah, but this, this exactly. kind of thing forces you to talk about it and discuss it and learn more. And it's, you know, if if you don't want to learn more about your partner, what do you want to learn more about? Right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, your partner, you spend so much time with them, you know, and yes. years and years, basically, you know. And regarding what you said, a really good example are my parents, where my mom, she cooks this very traditional dish, and everyone likes it but my dad. <laughs> he never liked it, you know. <laughs> just ate it because it was there and he didn't want to put my mom, you know, through the trouble of cooking something else. And my mom just discovered that a few years ago and I was shocked and I was like, what do you mean you don't like it? But I'm like, you never said anything. And my dad's like, well, you know, no point because then your mom would have to, you know, get up and cook again and all this. And he's like, I, w- I just eat it, you know, and it was fine. But he was like, that would not be my first dish to choose, you know, in a menu. And that was quite, you know, shocking as well to see. And I'm like, oh, my God, they've been married for 35 years or so, 37, actually, sorry, 37 years. And my dad never told my mom until very recently that he actually hates that dish. (laughs) Oh, man. You know, so there are so many relationships that, you know, go 30, 40 years and they don't know certain things just because... They don't want to stir up, you know, any conflict or they don't want to upset their partner and so on. But it would be really good for them to actually dig those things up and talk about them, you know. And this is what the game offers them, this possibility of of talking even, even about the smallest things. And because all of these things, you know, once they understand each other even better and once they know, they can just make... Um, and, and change things in their relationship to make it greater. Yes, definitely. That's can't believe hating a, something and not mentioning it. Wow. <laughs> That's I wow. Yeah, I my my dad would not have done that. Trust me. Mm, not <laughs> not when it comes to food. Never in a million years. <laughs> okay, so. Wow. So how do you how do you play the game? It you know what it reminded me. Have you ever heard of the game Uno? Yes. Okay, that's what it reminded me of with the with the different cards where you can reverse and all that kind of thing. But how how do you play the game? 
Um, so the physical card game has a lot of repeatable questions, as I said, and they vary from lighter ones to very you know, uh, difficult ones or more serious ones. And um, the game starts by someone shuffling the deck, obviously, and then giving out five or seven cards to each player, depending how, for how long they want to play it. And um, then one of them starts asking the first question. And so we have the questions and we have the modifiers, which are a lot of like game-like elements, like reverse the question or cancel the question. So for example, if I play it with my husband, you know, he asks me you know, a question first, and then if I want to answer it, I will answer it, and then I can ask him a question, and then the game moves on. If I don't want to answer it, I can use a modifier if I have it such as, you know, like reverse the question, and then I will get him to answer it. Or I can cancel the question if I don't want to answer it. Or maybe even, you know, after I've answered it myself, my husband can ask for more details or two more details, you know, about my answer or related to the question. And whoever gets rid of their cards first, that person wins that round. Now we do encourage people to play more rounds because, you know, the rounds can vary from five minutes to maybe 15 minutes. Depends on the conversation. And our aim is with this, you know, not necessarily to play. And I mean, it is to play, but not necessarily for one of them to win and the other one to lose, but more to encourage, you know, discussions and conversations between partners. So right. whoever wins the game, they get to choose their own reward out of the reward deck. And this usually is either something that their partner needs to do for them, so for the winner, uh, or something that they need to do together. Awesome. And awesome. therefore, we, we encourage people, you know, to have more discussions together and do more things for each other and together. And we also have the Better Topics app, which we have just launched it a couple of months ago, and what it has extra from the physical card games is a secret weekly challenge that both partners get. And obviously you have to do it, again, either for each other or it's something that you know, the couple needs to do together. And then you know, whoever gets the challenge, they have to take a picture of it once they've done it you know, or some kind of proof that you know, it happened. And then the app will ask their partner to confirm whether that challenge took place or whether their partner, you know, did that surprise for them or, you know, whatever the challenge is. And um, obviously if the partner confirms that, you know, the challenge did take place, then the person who did the challenge will get points and so on. And the more they talk and the more they play the game, you know, the more they grow their relationship and the more points they get, they can use those points to get um, you know, extra extensions, we call them, which are questions on specific topics like parenting or new couples or past stories or even intimacy. Ooh, and there's custom cards. I hadn't seen those until just now. Hmm. Yes. So you can, yes. you can make your own, your own reward cards if you want to, or your own questions. Hmm. Exactly. Exactly, yes. Ooh, ooh, and this, so basically, this people can. Sorry, people can basically customize the game to suit their relationship. You know, for example, if there are partners and one of them is not very used to opening up and talking about their feelings straight away, 
they can put aside the very difficult questions and play with the lighter ones and easier questions, you know, until they get their partner used to talking more and more and opening up. Once they get them, you know, more used to that, they can add those more difficult questions in. Then they can also use the custom cards, you know, to customize the game further, to either, you know, add their own questions if we haven't thought of them, you know, just to bear in mind to make them repeatable so they can, you know, keep playing the game uh, every week at least, or maybe even any specific rewards that they would love and we didn't think of yet. Right, right. Interesting. All right. Um, how you sort of answered this, but let's let's address this directly. So, how how can people develop more meaning in their relationship by playing the game? Well, um. For example, by understanding their partner better. And I'll give you like an, um, a, a real-life example. Okay. One of my favorite, favorite questions is, um, when did you need me most last week? And I love this question because, you see, if I ask my husband this question often or, you know, at least regularly, um, I can notice what are the moments in a week's time, when my partner would actually need me there, you know, to support them more, you know. Um, because this question refers to, you know, when did you need me more and I wasn't there, basically. So when are those times when he actually needed me, but I didn't notice those times? And, you know, the more you ask this question, the more you will notice a pattern. What are those specific situations, you know, when my husband needs me most? And then after recognizing the pattern, then I can be there for him, you know, the next time he act, when I, um, the next time I see, you know, a certain situation like that appears or, um, you know, it's happening, I know that, oh my God, this is the type of situation where he actually needs me to support him and I can be there then, you know, to actually be there for him as he would want me to be because then I can recognize, you know, when are the times that he actually needs me most. Right, should, should make you more aware of those times. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It will make me more aware of those times. And equally, there is the other side of the question as well. There is another question that says, when did you need me, uh, when did you need more space last week and I didn't give it to you? You know? Oh, I like that. So yeah. again, it's about, it's about balancing it out. When is it that you actually want me there and when is it that you want time for yourself? You know, there right. are people that don't really want time for themselves at all and that's completely fine. But there are also people that do want a bit of time for themselves, you know, at least a couple of hours, I don't know, a week, a day, whatever, you know, they need just to recharge their own batteries and then come back even happier and, you know, more relaxed so they can be a better partner, a better parent maybe, and so on. So, you see, with all these questions, it makes the partners aware and they can notice the other partner's behavior more, you know, and then they can recognize certain patterns and when do they actually need me and be there. And this is how people get to the situations where, you know, um, after a while I don't have to tell my husband when I need him most because he knows already. These are those type of situations where, yes, he already knows, I don't have to tell him. But so many other people just expect their partner to know and guess without right. going through all this, let's say, discovery process. Right. 
Or or they have the mentality, oh, they already know. No, they probably don't. Yes. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I mean, how often do you hear people say that? You know, but interesting. That's the thing, especially, I find this, especially with women mostly, that, you know, oh, he should already know what I'm thinking or he should know by now. And I keep asking them, have you actually told him that? You know, like, have you specifically told him this is what I want in this specific moment? Because otherwise, how could he guess? You know, there are different people. They have different minds and different wants and things. You know, I can react in a certain situation in a certain way, and my husband will react maybe totally the opposite way. So I cannot expect him to know my mind unless I actually tell him. Well, and, and you know, if, if they thought about it, they don't want their husband to be able to read their mind. So why expect him to read your mind for certain little things, you know? So exactly. I, I, I don't want anybody to read my mind. <laughs> so <laughs> not that I'm hiding anything. I just, I want to keep my thoughts to myself. They're mine. So <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Okay. So how, how is, I, I'm guessing you and, and your husband have played the game together. How has it helped you personally? Well, it, we did play the game um, because we have created a game together and while right. we were developing the rules as well and everything, so we played it literally almost every day for quite a long while. <laughs> uh, and even now we're still playing it. It's just that we switched from the physical card game more to the app because it's more convenient. Um, it is still helping us a lot because... As, you know, as we go through life, as we still are focusing on our careers and everything, things still happen, you know. You would right. think that after a while you have all the patterns figured out and you kind of know, you know, what are those triggers for each person, when do I need him most, when I don't need him. However, the situations in life do tend to change. They don't stay exactly the same, you know. So True. that's why I think it's still really good to keep playing the game and that's one of our biggest reasons why we are still playing it today because as the situations change around us, as we evolve, you know, um, we still um, in a way keep in touch, you know, with ourselves mm-hmm. and we still grow the relationship by being very attentive with each other, you know, and the game helps us a lot because you know, sometimes maybe I'm just tired and I cannot even think of, you know, asking him how your day went or anything like that. But then if I open the app, you know, and I see a really good question, I'm like, let's ask him this, you know, let's ask him when, what was a really good moment he had at work recently, you know, and then that just sparks a whole conversation about work and then what was good and then what happened and all of these things. You see, so... Even if we think, you know, we know everything about our partner, different things happen all the time and different situations and maybe they meet new people and, you know, um, they are facing different challenges. So that's why I think it's really good to keep playing the game because, you know, it, it keeps you somewhat grounded together with your partner, you know. True. Well, and, and things can happen that, will definitely change our perspective, you know. So, well, in, in, in the pandemic and people being stuck at home changed a whole lot of perspectives. So, you know, yes. that, um, yes. that would have definitely changed people's I mean, the thing is, so many people 
you know, they put their relationship on the back burner because they were focused on, you know, maybe raising children, maybe the career, maybe family issues, hobbies even, you know, whatever it was. But those were just excuses. And when the pandemic hit and everyone was literally physically locked inside, that's right. when reality hit them. Mm-hmm. That was the moment when so many people couldn't hide anymore and couldn't use anything else as an excuse, you know? So um, that was actually when I started working um, more on the game and more on promoting it and putting it out there more and more because I realized, oh my God, this is something that people could use right now and so many of them actually need it right now, you know, mm-hmm. because they ended up in a situation where they just looked at their partner and they felt they don't know each other anymore or they felt they don't even know what to discuss anymore other than the crap that's on TV, really, because right. most of it, it is that, you know, and that just, you know, it's not helping us in any way. So that's why I, I really, you know, stepped on the gas with this, especially last year when the pandemic hit, because I was like, oh, my God, you know, this could help so many people. If, you know, because it's an exact tool that people can use. They don't have to do anything else but literally just take the game and play it. And they don't have to think of the questions. We thought of those. They don't have to think how to ask the question so, you know, their partner doesn't get offended. We thought of that as well, you know. And as I said, games usually do tend to ease the tension in a conversation. So people are generally more open to having a conversation and to having, um, you know, and to giving honest, honest re- uh, replies to their partner. True. So what, what does it look like? What's the process to actually create the game? What's... I'm, I'm actually one well, of these people, who, <clears throat> as a kid, I was always making up board games. I mean, I was I was always like mm-hmm. I, I had like construction paper and cardboard and and I was always making games and, and doing that kind of stuff and and actually I've, I've toyed with with making card packs to do kind of stuff. So I'm I'm just curious what what was the process like to actually create the game? Well, first and first of all, we had to think of you know the basic rules. How do we want to make it? We knew we want to help couples. And then we knew that, you know, asking and answering questions usually kind of does the trick. But from there, we went through thousands and thousands of uh, actual questions. We picked the ones that we thought, you know, these are some really good questions. I mean, even today, to be honest, you know, when we still play the game, I'm like, oh, my God, this is such a good question, you know. Um, And many of them we had to tailor to make them repeatable, you know, um, so people can keep playing the game because what we found in our, you know, um, searches and in our uh, lifetime of playing games, we got a lot of couple games that, well, the name is as in couple cards games, but most of them were just a one-off question printed on a paper and it wasn't any game element to it, you know, you would just ask the question and then once you went through all the deck, you could give it away or throw it away because it kind of played it, but it wasn't even a game as you know, as such. So we wanted to uh, move away from that and actually make it a playable game. So that's why, you know, once we curated the questions, which, by the way, took us about six months or so, um, then we added, you know, the extra elements to it, the game-like elements to it. So, you know, once you have the question, yes, but, you know, we were brainstorming a lot on it, you know, like, what if I don't want to answer this, then what? 
well, you can reverse the question or you can cancel the question. Okay, let's add those elements to it, you know. And then more elements to ask more details maybe because, you know, some people might just give you an answer, but it would be just like a two, three-word answer, but you would want to dig for more, basically, more right. details. So we added those as well. And then once we added the, the um, playing element, we still played it some more. So we see how do they actually go together and how can we make the game, you know, as seamless as possible and for the, all the elements of the game to actually come together and, and um, be able to be played, you know, all together. Like, you know, which modifiers go with which questions and what if this question gets that modifier and, you know, all these situations that you cannot really think of unless you actually play the game and you test right. it out and then you can see, you know, what issues can arise. And well, and there's, once there's we had all of... There, there's an art to creating a question, you know, because, I mean, you, can, you yeah. can word a question in a certain way that it's real easy to say yes or no, which is kind of a pointless answer. Exactly. And there's, there are better ways to ask a question that's actually going to get you an answer of substance, you know. So, I mean, it, there, I don't know a better way to say it other than there is an art to creating questions. So it's, it's yeah. not... It's not something that just anybody can create great questions. It just, it's, there's an art to it. There is. Exactly. And all of these things we realized by playing it, you know, because right. if there was a question and I did answer just yes or no, and then my husband would get frustrated. And I'm like, what do you want? I can answer it like that. You know, he just asked me and I said yes. So we're like, okay, it means that the question wasn't put right, so we have to change the question, you know, so back exactly. to the drawing board. So it was like a lot of back and forth until we came with the final, um, you know, um, draft of it, really. And right. we have talked to a local uh, printer who printed us um, our very first decks, which were basically just, you know, uh, a trial deck really because we wanted to see how they actually feel, how you actually play it, you know, as in actually playing it. And from then, we've improved it even more before, um, you know, printing out the final decks that people can get now, really. Right. Awesome. Well, and the creative process is just so much fun anyway. But, you know, but then yes. you do in yes. you. I mean, yeah. Each each step has like so many neat aha moments, and then like oh yeah okay gotta go, gotta take that back and work on it some more. So I I love the creative process I really do. <laughs> so yeah, so, it was it was a lot of fun and you know working on one's relationship, um, and I know this might sound corny, but it actually doesn't have to be tedious work. You know you can still have fun and improve your relationship. Right. Right. So does the card game make a good gift? Yes, actually, yes. It makes an amazing gift. Um, I mean, we gifted it to some of our friends that we knew they were having a bit of trouble in their relationship, but we didn't really know how to help them. So we thought, you know what, this gift will actually help them. You know, this is the perfect tool. And this was us, you know, helping them without barging in on their relationship or without telling them what to do and how to improve things, you know? Right. So this was a, 
a sort of beating about the bush type of help. <laughs> and it also makes a, a great wedding gift as well because also we have the new couple uh, extension too, you know, so it goes very well with new couples and more experienced couples as well um, because, you know, the more people play, the more they improve their relationship and if anyone thinks of, you know, um, they don't really know what to gift a couple, well, why not give them something that will actually help them instead of gifting them the 10th or 100th poster, you know? Right. Maybe give them just a game that can actually contribute to their relationship. That's it. Well, it, it could be an interesting anniversary present too and, and just kind of give them a chance to get a different perspective on their relationship. So exactly yes yes I mean we had this um, very great feedback from someone from uh, Japan and he said that you know he got the gift uh, for his wife because they were having like an university type of thing coming up but she didn't really want to play it so because she wasn't really interested in the game what he did was he memorized some of our questions and then during dinner you know he started asking her those questions and because the discussion the conversation went quite well. Um, you know, he, he was quite happy with that, so he decided to um, memorize some more questions for, you know, the next time's dinner and then continue like that until she gets into the habit of answering and then maybe playing the game. So, you know, it does make a great anniversary and it can be used in so many ways. So she was playing the game and didn't realize it. Exactly, yes, yes. <laughs> Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so funny. So tell us about some of the reviews that you got. Mm, reviews, so most of the um, reviews that we got are around the fact that people are quite surprised that it is actually a game, you know, because most of them that got them already have few, um, you know, so-called card games, which are basically just the questions without any game element to it. And that's what intrigued them in the first place to get it because they were so curious, how can you make this a game? Until they got the cards and, you know, most of them really love it. And especially, um, you know, the challenges that they get on the app as well and the rewards, you know. Right. And um, we had this couple who played the game and, you know, the lady, she was very frustrated because her husband kept winning, you know. <laughs> and I was like, well, yes, but, you know, there is a bit of strategy to it. And, you know, if you're paying a bit of attention, you know, you can also win. So once I re-explained the rules to her and, you know, I, I walked her through all the steps, she got it, and then she started winning because basically she wanted to get rewards as well, not just her husband. So, you know, the feedback has been very varied. Uh, but mostly people were quite surprised that you can actually play a game that you can actually have fun with and you also get rewards. <laughs> so she, she wants to be a little bit more competitive, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, you, well, it looks like you can be strategic with it, and but you got to be paying attention to what you're doing. So... That's so funny. Yes, I mean, you know, a, a, a round can last anything from, you know, a couple of minutes to maybe half an hour or even an hour, or 
you know, because um, someone was asking me the other day, but how can you win if, you know, one asks one question and then the other and then the other, and then, you know, obviously whoever starts will always be the winner. And I said, well, that's not the case, especially if you have modifiers, you know. I mean, there were situations where I was playing with my husband, and literally from two rounds, I won because I had a question and then a couple of modifiers that, you know, went with the question, and then again, a question and two modifiers and I was out. You know, I won already. So he was left with all his cards in hand and I already put all of mine down, so I kind of won that round, you see. So it really, really depends on what cards you are dealt and also how you use them. So I said strategic. So what about the expansion packs? I saw that you have, have because like the, the expansion packs I have are... Parenting, intimacy, uh, past stories, which could definitely get interesting. Which one and new couples? So you you've got these with with twenty new cards that that have questions, and so there's there's other categories that have that have come up with questions. So tell us about that. Yes. So in the main deck, um, we have <clears throat> sorry, we have a bit of everything. You know, we have a couple of questions about some, you know, that touch on parenting, some that touch on intimacy, and then for people who want to, you know, go deeper into certain um, areas like intimacy, for example, which discusses a lot of things, you know, around bed, bedroom, and you know, all that sort of thing, um, or maybe even parenting they can get the extension decks and then they can shuffle them together and also get questions, you know, related to that subject if they wanted to. Okay. So do the questions get really personal? Some of them do, yes. Some of them do do get quite personal. Um, and some don't, and that's, that's the beauty of the game because you can tailor it. You know, if you think that some questions are way too personal, or I'm not going to answer that, you know, you can take the question out, and anyway, you are left with so many uh, to still play with that that would be completely okay, you know. Okay. But they do vary. There are some lighter questions, more difficult questions, some very deep and personal questions, because you know, in a relationship, they should. Normally, they should be able to, uh, you know, discuss them. But if they're not comfortable just yet, you know, they can still focus on the lighter ones. Okay. Because, I mean, there's some topics that just some couples never talk about. They need to, but they just don't. So. Exactly. Hence, we've put them in the game. So we are making them talk about them. (laughs) Okay. We know you need to talk about this. (laughs) Oh, yes. okay. From our experience, we're like, this will help you, you know, just talk about it. That's right. It's here for a reason. So, okay. And you mentioned an app. Tell us about the app. Yes. So, as I said, we have just launched the app a couple of months ago. Um, and there are different levels of membership that people can opt for. And with each level, they get more and more, um, you know, we call them benefits or things that they can do in the app. So, um, 
with the paid membership, you can also not necessarily answer the question by typing anymore, but you can also just record either, you know, just voice recording or video recording as well, just to make things simpler, easier, and more fun as well. Oh, that's cool. Okay. And can you um, say you're um, in a long-distance relationship or, like, traveling and not at home? Can you uh, play with your partner um, on video? Does that make any um, sense? Yes, it does make sense. Um, the app itself, it's great for people who are usually traveling a lot or maybe even, you know, um, on long-distance um, relationships. But you don't play it, um, how to say this, at the same time necessarily. That's the beauty of it. You see, for okay. example, if I'm at work and my husband is, you know, in a different office or in a different part of the city, he can still send me a question. And even if I don't have time just then to answer it, I can answer it through a video recording or an audio recording later on. And then he can still get the answer and then we can, you know, ping pong a lot of questions using modifiers as well in the app and so on. Okay. Okay. All right. That does, that Okay. Interesting. All right. Um, let me see what else do I want to ask. Never know what I want to ask. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what? What are your absolute favorite questions? What's What's your least favorite question? That's what I want to know. What's your least favorite question that I, made it into the game? I'm I'm sure that you have <laughs> least favorites that didn't make it. But what What's your least favorite that that you said okay okay we'll do it um i think it would be the one with nicknames you know like what nickname would you give me now or something like that <laughs> um, i really sometimes cringe when i see that question it is fun sometimes you know but sometimes my husband comes up with so crazy nicknames that i'm like yeah no no I know, and you're like, or, what? You know, especially, <laughs> yeah. Like, the other week, my nickname was Chewy. Huh. You know. Long story yeah. short, I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so he decided to call me Chewy for a week because that was my nickname, according to the game. So, you know, and many times I, I struggle sometimes you know, to find him some weird nicknames, but he doesn't seem to struggle to find me some weird nicknames. So I think that would be my, not necessarily least favorite one, but one that, let's just say, I'm not always happy to, to see that question. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just, that's understandable. Um, so... Are there any sort of relationships this would not be good for people to use it in? Um, <clears throat> I know, um, you know, it would be a bit too much to say it's universal, but it kind of is. Because, you know, from our um, player experience, we realize that you know, 
even couples that are not very used to opening up or playing a game and talking about their feelings, even they manage to make this game work. Even if they haven't played it in the beginning as the game is supposed to be played, they still use the questions, you know, to start conversations with their partner and, you know, for both of them to be more attentive of each other and their needs. So um, from that ranging all the way to, you know, uh, people that love playing games and would play it all the time, anyone in between can really use the game, either as it's meant to, you know, as a game, either, you know, by tailoring it to the relationship, um, either by, you know, taking out the more difficult questions and playing at first with the easier ones and then adding them later on, or, you know, maybe even just answering the questions. You see, for example, Sometimes when we are traveling with my husband, and especially if we have like a long journey with the car, I take the physical game with us. And then I just go through the questions, I pick which one I like, and I just ask him, you know. And then we start talking about that while, you know, he's driving or I'm driving and so on. So the game can actually be used in many, many different ways. And that's why we try to make it um, so people can actually tailor it to their needs and to their specific relationship. Okay. It seems like, you know, I'm, this is a little off topic, but, you know, around holiday times when family gets together, it can be a little tense, to say the least, in some families. Are there, and I, I've only gone through some of the questions, so I, I don't know all the questions, but are there any questions in there? I mean, could you could you completely customize it and maybe go through and just find questions that aren't intimate, okay, and find questions that the whole family could play with? Hmm, that's quite an interesting um, question. Actually, yes. I mean, we had some friends over um, over last Christmas, actually, and, you know, they knew about the game, but they haven't seen it yet. And they're like, look, we want to play it. And they're like two friends, two really good friends. And I said, hmm, the game is intended for couples, and there are some questions that are quite specific for couples. But if you take those out, I guess good friends or family that are used to talking to each other might be able to play it as well. Because these friends of ours, they started playing it with each other. And also because they knew each other, you know, they still could ask things like, when did you need me most last week? And I wasn't there, you know. And these are, many of them are the type of questions that you can also ask a family member, especially, you know, if they're quite close to you. Right. Well, that's what I'm thinking because, you know, it, when, when you've got the whole family around, it gets a little tense. <laughs> you know, yeah. and and it's good to kind of yeah. lighten the mood. You know, actually, actually, uh, me and about five other authors wrote a book about that, and you know, just ways to kind of lighten things up and and to to get through it. You know, and it seems like it it would be a an interesting way to kind of well, and and you don't see family but so often. You know, so getting to know them better and catching up with them would be a good thing to do. Plus. It would be a way to say, hey, there, there is a full version of this that, that could be a good way for the couples in the family to get to know each other better, too. 
Not just that, but, you know, if you have a question and it's a bit awkward, <laughs> you know, you can always play the game. It's like the game made me ask it, you know. Yeah. So anyway, just, just a thought. I'm, I'm always into repurposing things and, and finding other, you know, different ways to use them and all that kind of thing. So it just kind of popped into my head mm-hmm. that might be a way to, you know. I mean, I, I wouldn't crack open the, the intimacy expansion pack with the kids, but... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bit awkward at, at a family gathering, yes, yes. Well, I'm, I'm thinking past stories you might want, not want to talk about with the kids, but, you know, just because you don't want to give them any ideas. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but otherwise... Yeah, but the main deck can... Yeah, yeah, the main deck can definitely be played by family as well and friends. Again, if they would just take out the very, um, you know, the questions that are intended for couples. Or maybe you're okay to answer those as well. I don't know. But if not, then obviously they can take, you know, those few questions out and they would still be left with enough questions to play. Right. Okay. That's what what I was thinking. I just figured since since I had only glanced at, at, you know, a, a chunk of the questions, I'd ask you and see what you thought. But... But anyway, never never hurts to get people talking and sharing and that kind of thing. So, or could get them completely distracted. So, <laughs> you just you never know. <coughs> oh, gracious. Uh, well, I like getting things things uh, stirred up sometimes. What can I say? What can I say? So, so where, where can listeners find more and connect with you and learn more about Better Topics? So if they want to get the physical uh, game, they can get it either from our website, which is www.bettertopics.com or on Amazon US, UK, Canada, and Australia. Also, if they want to get the app, they can find it on Google Play Store and Apple Store as Better Topics. Also, if um, you know any of your listeners want to download it, if they use the code Nikki10, they also get their first month off of any of our memberships. Oh. And That's if nice. they if they want <laughs> if they want to connect with me, they can find me on YouTube at Better Topics or Instagram, or they can even drop me an email at Diana at BetterTopics.com, and I'll make sure to get back to them. That does work. That's how I got her. <laughs> so, and do you want to um, send me the link for the? Um, the app, and I will include that on the show page also. Yes. Yes, definitely okay. I will. Okay. Sounds good. And I'll make sure to have all of that information and the links on the show page, which will be uh, lovecoachjourney.com slash bettertopics. And I'll have all the information there and a replay of uh, tonight's show. So thank you very much. Got good information, and I learned even more about the game. And I just, I, I have, like I said, ever since I was a kid, I enjoyed creating games and game ideas. I, I had more, I had more created board games 
when I was a kid. I just I had more fun doing that. I really did, and and creating my own little cards and that kind of stuff. They I, all over the place when I was a kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I never have done any of them. Been an adult though. I, I I still need to do that. At some point, I will do that. But definitely, hard you to will have to be. do it because it's so much fun creating it. You know, although it can seem a bit daunting at first because there are so many elements to it. Once right. you get creative with it, you can literally create your own rules. It's just amazing. Yes, yes. Well, I've, I've done I've done plenty of books, plenty of books, and and coloring books and uh, printables and all. But I haven't I haven't done a game yet. But it, you know, I, I will, I will, I'll get there. <laughs> so I've, I've got about three books under contract. I got to finish first though. But there, there, there's time. I'll get to it. (laughs) Well, Diana, thank you for being with us today. And we will certainly share all this with the the listeners. And listeners, I'll be with you next time on Ready for Love Radio. 